0: It's October 15th, 2017. Welcome to Framerate. Framerate. Frame rate. Like the frame rate of a screen, but I also I frame stuff and I rate stuff too. Hey there, this is Gary from Framerate, and I'm here with my dad, Jim Yarbrough. Say hi dad.
1: Hi, Framerate. <laughs>
0: You just say hi to the listeners. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, what I'm doing now for fun is we're gonna listen to the uh, the new Last Jedi trailer, or we're gonna watch the new Je- Last Jedi trailer, and then uh, give our little review and a little story, little story of uh, S- Star Wars history. All right, so we just watched the uh, the trailer for the Last Jedi. And uh, my dad and I were just talking a little bit about the original... Well, first we were talking about the last episode 7, Force Awakens. And then we were talking about how that Force Awakens uh, was very much influenced, well, uh, mirrored the original Star Wars. And then so I asked my dad when he... Or he started telling me about when he first saw the the first Star Wars in 1977, right? Right. So... 1977, you were in Panama? Yes. So tell me, tell me that story you were, were talking about. Well, me
1: interesting, because a, a friend of mine, who was a very young man but a very from a wealthy family, had come down to Panama and established some businesses, and he had invested in a lot of stocks and things at that time, and I wasn't, but he was talking to me about, he'd been following something in the trade papers, that 20th Century Fox was going to release this movie, and I guess he had some insight to what the movie was going to be about. He said it was going to be spectacular, so he had invested quite a bit of money in 20th Century in Fox. 20s,
0: in, in, into the studio or into the movie?
1: Into the sh- the share price, so the bought sh- shares of 20th Century Fox, not to that specific movie, but to the 20th Century Fox.
0: Do you know? Do you remember? Was it a successful studio at the time? I mean, I probably I, heard. I would
1: think it was because it was one of the few well-known studios. Paramount, 20th Century Fox, Universal. I,
0: I I remember back when they were talking a lot about Star Wars when The Force Awakens came out. The original Star Wars uh was the first movie to do that. It actually brought back the whole 20th Century Fox in the beginning of the movie. You know, the da da That was something they did a lot in the early day like in early cinema because mm-hmm. Star Wars was supposed to be this space opera, but kind of back to the days of old films that were like that, uh, that they wanted to bring back this this kind of 20th Centuries Fox intro.
1: Mm-hmm. And when he told me about it, I don't remember at the time, this is late 75, that he even told me the name or the name had been already formed at that time. Uh, and then when it, when it started to be released, he told me about the name, and with George Lucas, and I know that George Lucas was tied into my former my university USC. Because USC, right. he had uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one was something he created early on. And so I when it launched, I was living in Panama and I actually flew to Miami and took a, a forty five dollar cab ride from the airport to some theater and this is nineteen seventy seven.
0: The airport in Miami in Miami to go see it so that'd be like a two hundred dollar yeah at least it's just how to long see of it? a ride is that
1: uh probably 35 minutes or so okay and and i was only a couple years out of being an air force pilot so when i saw that movie i was just blown away all the flight scenes and, and right. that was such as that movie was so far ahead of everything else as far as cgi and all of this and everything it was just completely new mm-hmm. and and well, the fight the big, scenes were the, just completely the
0: fight scenes were about the characters too. Well, it was they, about the communication and about you know Red Red Squadron, you know, is about the the um, meeting beforehand and the orders that they had and then the communication they had in the while they were all flying together and then, you know, one would go down or something.
1: But for me it was the actual movement of the airplanes i mean you know how, how
0: the flight scenes stuff, it was just... i'm trying to give you an out and say it wasn't the technical effects the reason they care about it was because the characters and yeah, you're saying no. no the technical effects yeah, were amazing. No, it, was, it was the flying was flying that did it for me those sparklers were amazing explosions yeah exactly <laughs> so so he he invested in the movie yeah and i'm sure he did extremely well <laughs> but you saw the movie with him no, no, I I went myself just to fly oh, okay. to the, just to see. Was it. Miami the closest place to go see it?
1: It was the best flight from Panama. They had direct flights so, into Miami.
0: <laughs> so it the, was cost, only like the a cost to go to Star Wars was oh, well, the flight from Panama. the, the, from Panama the fifty-five dollar taxi ride. Yeah, it was like a couple the, hundred,
1: three hundred dollars to fly to Panama and then or the, like, return.
0: Two dollar movie, three dollar movie.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, probably that, probably less than five at within time. I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Do so you remember? Was it a packed house?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah.
0: Everyone's excited to see it? Yep,
1: yeah, because it only been out a couple of days, I think, at that time, when I saw it, yeah.
0: Okay, so we'll do a quick little review of, of the trailer. I'm not trying to add much in terms of fandom and little details. Neither of us are, are into Star Wars or anything, but it's an interesting little context. Um, Dad, what did you think of seeing Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher?
1: It's interesting because I still have in my mind how they looked from 1977, or at least when that was released, especially Luke Skywalker and, and, and Carrie the, Fisher. The, the other two movies, right? So those yeah.
0: were 1980 for Empire Strikes Back, 1983, 86, I don't know. I'm not yep. looking up now. but So you you saw the phenomenon of. All three movies at that time
1: Yeah, and because and When I met Carrie Fisher, I think it was about 1984, so I don't know which, How many movies had come out at that time Two or
0: and, I mean, we talked about her A bit when she passed away a few months ago But what do you, what do you feel about her being in this movie I think this is the last time she'll be Shown in something Sure it is, yeah. So you remember her when you met her, looking how she did in Rogue One, when they recreated her. Right, right, right. On that thing. So I'm not as interested in talking about the trailer. Uh, It's really just a a hook to get people to listen. Um, uh, But yeah, we were talking about how these new Star Wars kind of reflect the old ones. Um, But I want to hear your story, your, your retelling of the story of when you did meet Carrie Fisher.
1: It was in Snowmass, Colorado at the World Peace Conference. It was organized by uh, Tom Strum, which was John Denver's partner, and Marshall Thurber. Uh, And I had gone there, uh, and one of the new... One of the speakers... What kind of conference? It's called World Peace Conference. Okay. This was like 84, still kind of the height of the Cold War. And...
0: (laughs) Much like some of the conferences we need today. So
1: one of the speakers, featured speakers was a very, very young Tony Robbins I okay. think he was only like 25 years old at that time and he had one session where he was talking about making sure that your, your reality that your perception and reality are in match and so that you're not imagining things that are not true and, and uh, reacting accordingly and so there was an exercise and, uh, and we paired off and it ended up, I was paired off just one on one with Carrie Fisher. And we were
0: sitting on the ground. So when you were, when you mean paired off, someone, uh, did they do it randomly? Was it one, two, one, two? Or were you sitting next to each other and was it turned I, to the two, two, three? I think we out? were just
1: sitting close to one another. And yeah. he said, okay, someone's A and someone's B, two people pair off. And it just happened. What
0: other f- famous people in the room with you guys?
1: The room was probably 100 people. And I don't remember specifically other famous people. I mean, there was a lot, because this was a fairly expensive conference back then. Um, and and so the message Tony was also saying was that, that if you encounter some fact that's giving you a lot of emotional energy, but it may not be true, ask yourself what would happen if it wasn't true, so that you give it another perspective. So I'm going, and we're... Doing this exercise, one a, one person's A, one person's B, and, and I forget how we're going and on. And in the middle of the exercise, we're le- we're sitting on the floor. Mm-hmm. My leg goes to sleep, mm-hmm. and Carrie Fisher turns to me and I, I mentioned to her. I says my leg just fell asleep,
0: mm-hmm. and she says, Are you guys like? Uh, is there a lecture going on while you? No, on it's just well, talking? just
1: the two of us talking in an exercise. Okay. Other people are doing their exercise, okay. but this is just the two of us. You know, just within a foot and a half of right. one another sitting almost so knee while, to knee
0: while you and Carrie are talking to each other and doing the exercise your leg falls asleep yeah because
1: we're kneeling on yeah. the floor my leg falls asleep so I say my leg just fell asleep and she says what if it wasn't true
0: And in that, it wasn't?
1: and in that instant the sensation of my leg fell asleep disappeared I mean it was like
0: they came back? Like no, no they just,
1: you know, when you, when you have a, a, a muscle or a leg or whatever goes to sleep, it takes a while, you've got to stammer it or whatever to get it operating, get the blood flowing again. <laughs> but what was just like an, a miracle is she said that, and the instant I thought, that okay, what if it wasn't true, it disappeared.
0: I didn't have the sensation of my leg. <laughs> okay, I love that story so much uh, of you and Carrie Fisher, so I wanted to get it recorded here. Uh, but as you were just saying, what I, what I like a lot about it is that you've, you've carried it with you, so you've used that mantra to yourself.
1: is the, is the power of your mind. It was a, a real experience for me to experience that just when I changed the thought in my mind, it actually had a physiological impact immediately.
0: And do you think about Carrie Fisher every time you... Mm. <laughs> every time I tell a story? <laughs> yeah, no, every for, time every time you tell yourself but what if it wasn't if your legs are falling fall asleep and you need them to be Well, you know,
1: I, I shouldn't use them more often because certainly my legs have fallen asleep since then <laughs> and I haven't been smart enough to think about that.
0: For me, it's always on the toilet, getting off the toilet. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. I could of it then. Yeah, yeah. What if it wasn't? Well, I'm stumbling over on my way to the shower. <laughs> all right, so uh, this was kind of an experiment because I wanted to start recording little snippets uh uh, stories with from people um uh, reviews of little things but also recording more with you and i just set you up with um an anchor station today called small bites uh so uh i'm going to be recording more on frame rate but if you guys want to listen to my dad jim Yarbrough here on small bites uh we'll maybe start recording some some cool little stories there as well so follow him on anchor Uh, Smallbytes or anchor.fm slash smallbytes. All right. Thanks a lot, Dad. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you, Frame Rate.